You're welcome back to Jambalaya in Jersey with your host, me. It's Saturday, June 17th. It's going to be a quick episode here, but I just wanted to touch up on some sports. Hopefully you don't hear my landlord downstairs. I think he is literally destroying his front window. It's like one of those big bay windows, and he's just putting it in himself. This guy's a handyman. He does whatever you want him to do. <laughs> so <clears throat> hopefully you don't hear him banging, and that's what he's been doing all day and all morning. So far, so good. He's kind of quiet, but we'll see how it goes for the rest of the episode. Um, so let's see. What are we going to touch on today? Um, I want to talk about the Yankees, because that game last night was absolutely embarrassing. I got some football news, some American football news, some basketball news. Let's first talk about the Yankees. I mean, dear Lord, I I couldn't believe my eyes when I was watching that game last night. It was horrible. I don't understand. Like 15 to 5 was the final score for anybody who had didn't watch the game or had no idea what was going on. Like they had IKF pitching in the 8th inning. Like his second appearance on the bump this season. That's how embarrassing that was. It was just not, wasn't fun to watch. And actually, yesterday, for the first time, I made Char watch the movie The Shawshank Redemption. I hope that everybody who's listening to this podcast has seen that movie because it's a classic. It's prob- it's a must-see movie. I mean, I think it's probably like a top 10 greatest movies of all time in my opinion, at least that I've seen. And I love a lot of movies. And it's really hard to put particular movies into a general, like without having to separate them. Like if somebody tells you what's your favorite movie, I can't answer you that question. I can't, I could separate movies into genres, into categories. Like I can give you my top 10 best comedy movies or top 10 best horror movies. But Shawshank is like top 10 best movies like of all time to, for me at least like in general without having to separate them into different categories and it was Char's first time seeing the movie and it's a long movie it's like two and a half hours long so in the middle of that movie the game started so I put it on my laptop and by the time it was like 14 to 2 the movie ended and Char was like, you want to watch this on the TV? I was like, why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> no thanks. It's just embarrassing. We could just not watch the Yankees lose by a million. But we did put IKF on the big screen. That was cool <laughs> because it's very rare to see a position player pitching. So that makes baseball a little more interesting considering his ERA is better than that other fucking loser that they put in there. I don't even know his name. God, it was so bad. But let's continue on with the Yankees and how bad they are. Um, Tanner Houck, is that his name, pitcher for the Red Sox, got ripped by a line drive from Higashioka. That was scary because the second off the bat, you heard it off the bat, and then it just hit his face again. Immediately dropped to the floor. Blood on his face. It was a scary moment. But he walked off the field fine, so I'm assuming everything's probably good. Other than that, Justin Turner had two home runs. He had a grand slam. Their rookie, Masataka Yoshida, is having a pretty solid year for the Red Sox this year. He went four for four last night. Um, 
uh, we just the Yankees just look terrible right now, man. Especially Domingo Herman, you're awful. The Red Sox have taken three of the four games that we've played against them so far this year. Not good. And we still have to play them tonight and tomorrow in Boston. So we'll see how it goes. But I just want to read you guys the box score of the Red Sox. Starting from the first inning all the way to the eighth inning. Obviously, they didn't play in the ninth because they were already up. So runs scored, starting with the first. Two, two, six, three, zero, one, zero, one. Ridiculous. They had... A run basically every inning, at least, except for those two zeros. Like like a softball game. It was ridiculous. And then after Domingo Herman, they put in this douchebag. What was his name? Matt Crook. That was his name. Oh, my God. He should be in prison after that performance last night. Crook. Like, IKF has a lower ERA than he does. And he... I, I'm uh, awful. Just bad. And I also thought the lineup was kind of weird. It just wasn't... It was strange to me, at least. Bat, uh, Rizzo's back in cleanup, and he's he hasn't done shit lately. But last night, yeah, he had a two-run double. But keep Rizzo at like the two or three spot. I don't know. I don't like him back in cleanup. They should just leave Stanton back in cleanup. Or, or Josh Donaldson, who continues to hit home runs. So he could keep up the good work. Overall, though, everyone had a decent day at the plate. Everyone had at least one hit. But five runs is not enough to win games, man. Like, obviously, 15 runs is a little absurd. But... What are we going to do? Tonight, game two, we're going to have to see Schmidt, Schmitty Balls, <laughs> against Brian Bello. So we'll see how that goes. And then Sunday, we get Seve against James Paxton. But without Aaron Judge, man, we are not good. Uh, he just got another plasma injection for a sprained toe. What? Oh, man. I don't know. A sprained toe, man. Just wrap it up, bro. I don't know. Just me. Harrison Bader, apparently he's still out. He's going to make two more rehab appearances. I think he could come back as early as Tuesday. Carlos Rodon is set to start his rehab, and he's probably going to make like three more starts before debuting with the Yanks. He's probably not going to come back till July, too. Nestor Cortez won't be back till July. Loisaga's still hurt. I don't know. It's just the Yankees, they better fucking pull up a win tonight or tomorrow. Even that like Mets series, that was that was a good series. I wanted to go to both of those games. Um, that Justin Verlander versus Garrett Cole matchup, that was cool. Um, that was a pitching duel, but we still lost with Cole again. Whatever, fuck the Yankees. What are you doing, Yankees? Be better. Do better. The Red Sox are, they have been pretty good this last month, but they started off ugly. And let's not have them catch up to us. In the win category, please. Just unbelievable. Next subject. John Morant. <laughs> this guy. Suspended for 25 games to start the 2023 season. In March, he was suspended for eight games after he showed a gun on Instagram Live at a nightclub. Not two months later does he do the same shit showing his cool gun in his car. Like, come on, bro. I don't know, man. 25 games? Good luck to the Grizzlies. Oh my god, you can hear this guy outside. You hear that? Fantastic. Well, let's hope he stops, because I'm in the middle of recording, guy. Can you please? Thank you. Back to John Morant. <laughs> uh, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver says that Morant's problem is 
it's not a legal one. It's more of like a safety issue, which is fair. But it, like it just puts the NBA in a bad light, in a negative light. And it's just reckless. Like, what are you doing? Anyway, his previous suspension costed him $83,583 per game. That's a total of $669,000 that he lost from his eight-game suspension earlier in the season. Now the suspension increases to $304,000 per game. That's going to cost him like $7.6 million for the season. Wild. What are you doing? And there's two reasons for that increase. The first is because the suspension for 20 games or more, the per game amount is one one hundred and tenth of his like salary from next year. And the eight-game suspension during the season cost Morant only one and 145th of his salary. And second, Morant is set to enter his first year of his rookie max extension, $194 million that he signed um, last July. And his salary his salary jumps from twelve million to thirty three point five million, and Morant failed to be voted onto the All Star like NBA team this past season, so he lost out on a thirty nine million dollar contract bonus that would have made him that five year deal worth more than two hundred thirty million dollars, but apparently he just wants to flaunt his gun all over social media. I'm gonna give you a, I'm gonna give you some advice, Ja, if you're listening to this. I'm sure you're not, and I'm sure you don't care. Because I'm just a regular bystander. What do I know? But you know what, bro? Keep your guns to yourself. Like keep them off social media, and there won't be a problem. You could just focus on hooping. I don't. I don't know why you got to be showing people you got guns. Like congratulations for showing us that you're practicing your right to bear arms. Like awesome. Just keep it off social media, and you'll be fine. It's just irresponsible and reckless, and it's dangerous. You should have learned the first time you got suspended. He's 23 years old and he's doing stupid shit like this. Like, if you want to show off your gun so bad, go be a cop. That That's my two cents. But again, I'm just a regular guy. What do I know? Next story. The U.S. men's national team. They played against Mexico Thursday night, this past Thursday night, in the CONCACAF Nations League semifinal. And let me tell you, that game was absolute chaos. <laughs> there were two goals from Pulisic, my boy. Wish you could stay with Chelsea, but I'm sure you're just going to go somewhere else. And there were four red cards in the game. Two for each side. It's ridiculous. Every time the Americans play against Mexico, there's an issue. And on top of that, the Mexican fans yet again began with the anti-gay chants, which caused the game to pause with seven minutes left to let the fans know if you continue these chants, people are going to get kicked out. There's going to be consequences. We'll abandon the game. Please stop doing what you're doing. I don't understand what's so hard about just, like, chanting cool things or, like, fun things. Why you gotta chant anti-gay shit? Then you're gonna start shit everywhere, all over the world. There's no need for that. Please stop doing what you're doing with the chants. Thank you. But the U.S., they have a shiny new toy. Uh, Arsenal forward Fularen. <laughs> Love that name, man. Uh, like, Wale. <laughs> And he made his debut, but it was overshadowed by everything else that was basically going on. He had the fewest touches of any U.S. starter, and he rarely did anything on the attacking half. And yeah, sure, it was his first game, and you know maybe there isn't that much chemistry between him and his teammates. But if the U.S. keeps playing like this, then there could be good news ahead for them. 
because if he starts getting in more touches and attacking more, then they're they could be better than what they looked like on Thursday. But after that, now they're bringing back their old head coach Burhalter. Good luck with that, brother, because I know all the the Americans support him and whatnot. But I don't know. That's well, I don't, I don't think a lot of people like him. At least fans. And Sunday tomorrow is the final against Canada. But Canada's skill and speed in the wings is going to be tough to get past, especially without McKenney and and Dest. I mean, dumb to get those red cards in the semifinal. Should be an interesting final, so it should be very exciting. More football news. Jude Bellingham signing with Real Madrid on a six-year deal. My man's is only 19 years old. 19. Already a starter for the English national team. He started in all five of their games this past World Cup. And he's the third player signed by Madrid for a fee of at least 100 million euros after Gareth Bale and Eden Hazard. Miss you, Hazard. Shouldn't have went to fucking Real Madrid. Should have stayed on Chelsea, you fucking traitor. Whatever. Good luck with that. I think they interviewed Gavi, midfielder for Barcelona, and he was like, Dig, Madrid could sign whoever they want. We're still going to win. <laughs> Man City. They're signing Mateo Kovacic for a deal around 40 million euros. Chelsea, no comment, man. You guys just better not be shit next year because you guys are embarrassing too. Other football rumors. Now I'm saying football, not American football. Kai Havertz and Declan Rice, apparently Arsenal, are interested. I heard Bayern Munich is also interested in Kai Havertz. I mean, it makes sense. Thomas Mueller and Hakeem Ziyech are offered talks to play in the Saudi Pro League. Apparently, Mueller rejected it, but Ziyech is still in talks. Bye. More Chelsea players just leaving after we just signed a bunch of... I don't know. I'm not talking about Chelsea. Kyle Walker might go to Bayern Munich. The only rumor I'm hearing about Chelsea is that they're pushing hard to sign Saicedo, which, sure, go for it, but we already have enough players that are new. Like, let's just work on our chemistry now. No more Chelsea talk. They suck. More rumors about Neymar and Mbappe. They might leave PSG. I think they're both going to leave, honestly. Like, go somewhere else. Go to the Premier League. Uh, Mbappe, I think I think he's leaving next summer unless they sign him. But I think he's waiting till next summer so his transfer fee isn't so expensive. Good luck with that. Now we can go into the NFL news and the f- American football news. Um... As you guys heard in the prior episode, Dalvin Cook is still searching for a team. I'm not sure where he'll end up. There are a bunch of teams that could use somebody like Dalvin Cook on their team. I know he's like kind of injury prone, but not really. He's still pretty solid. And he's still only like 27, 28 years old. So I think he's still got a couple years left in him. I think somebody will sign him for like a two, three year deal. Uh, Chase Young, I heard he might leave the Commanders, but we'll see about that. That would be cool. I really hope the Saints try and go after him because I know we drafted some uh, defensive ends. I would love another defensive end, especially Chase Young. Stefan Diggs didn't show up to Bill's minicamp. I think that's a little sketchy. I know that uh, their head coach, Sean McDermott, said that the issue is resolved. But I don't know, man. Diggs is their best receiver. So if he isn't happy, then that offense will not be the same without him. Who do we still got? Gabe Davis. Dawson Knox. Who do they? Oh, Dalton Kincaid. He's supposed to be really good too. Bills are going to be interesting. 
DeAndre Hopkins, still a free agent. He visited with the Patriots recently, and apparently that went well. If DeAndre Hopkins goes to the Patriots, that would kind of be a surprise to me because no offense to the Patriots fans out there, Mac Jones isn't all that. I don't think he's that good. I don't think he's good at all. And and they just got rid of Jacoby Myers, right? He went to the Raiders. Yeah, I don't know, man. They do need wide receivers, but they're definitely the worst team in that division, in my opinion. I mean, the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Patriots, and the Jets. I forgot with the Jets. They just got Aaron Rodgers. Like, it's it should be interesting. I said it last year that the AFC East is going to be a tough division. And the Jets were shit, but their defense stepped up and did well. And their offense did well, too, when, you know, they were okay <laughs> with Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco. I don't even know who else they had back there. Crazy. But I don't know where D-Hop could go. I heard he could go back to the Browns. Not back to the Browns, but like back to be with Deshaun Watson. That would be pretty interesting too. But, I mean, Deshaun Watson, my man loves those, those masseuses. Mike Evans in talks with a new deal with the Buccaneers. I mean, good for you for being loyal and sticking with the Buccaneers, but you have no quarterback. <laughs> no Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield are their quarterbacks back there, brother. Him and Chris Godwin are not going to be having a good time there, I'll tell you that much. Lamar Jackson and Odell Beckham getting into rhythm during minicamp. I personally think they overpaid for Odell, but that's just my opinion. Let's see if he can actually stay healthy and get back to that vintage Odell Beckham Jr. Um, I'm rooting for him because, I mean, I always liked Odell. I know he's... He could be a problem in the locker room, but on the Jets, he was fun to watch. Did I just say the Jets? <laughs> on the Giants, he was fun to watch. I personally think that that catch against the Cowboys, that one-hander with three fingers that he caught, was probably one of the best catches I've ever seen in football, like in my lifetime at least. Right next to that George Pickens catch last year, that was fucking insane. Shout out my Steelers fans. I fucking hate you guys. <laughs> But what else? Notable players who could get paid this summer. Uh, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. I'm sure Joe Burrow is going to break that bank. I don't really think... I mean, Justin Herbert's great. He's also a gunslinger. But I don't think he's going to get, like, paid, paid. Maybe he'll be top five most paid. But I know Joe Burrow's trying to break that bank. If not, I'm sure Joe Burrow... I feel like he would take a pay cut. Like, on some Patrick Mahomes type shit. Because I know... They have a couple. I know T. Higgins is going to be a free agent. Jamar Chase's rookie contract, I think, is coming up soon. So, I don't know. And T. Higgins, listen, man. I talk to Dwayne about this all the time. T. Higgins is good. I think T. Higgins is a wide receiver one on any team. But he's stuck under the shadow or behind the shadow of Jamar Chase. And if Jamar Chase wasn't there, that's T. Higgins' team. But, and T. Higgins is still young. Like, I think Jamar is like 22, 23, and T. Higgins is like 23, 24 years old. So, time is ticking, Bengals. What are you going to do? Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs had, I think they're going to sign, I think Josh Jacobs is going to stay on the Raiders and he's going to re sign to a big deal because he just had a contract year last year. He had a fucking career year last year. But Saquon Barkley, I don't know. I got a lot of Giants friends. And I'm hearing, like, that he they don't care if he leaves. I'm hearing that they're confident that he'll stay and he'll get paid. But I don't know, man. 
I think he he just wants a lot of money, and I don't think the Giants are willing to pay him that money. He's great. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. First of all, I don't even think they have the money to pay him that much after, especially after they just signed Daniel Jones to that big ass contract. So I don't know. I mean, they'll keep him on the franchise tag, but he could hold out for camp, and that's not good news. Who's your backup, Giants fans? Matt Breida. <laughs> okay. That's it, apparently, according to my notes. Yeah, I told you. This episode is going to be short and sweet. I'm just here talking shit. And praying that my landlord downstairs isn't going to ruin <laughs> the episode with all his banging and drilling and nonsense. Bro, my landlords downstairs are hilarious. This one time at band camp. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. One time, I think it was Halloween. Yeah, me and Char were downstairs we were we we grabbed her iPad and we just sat on the grass for a little bit and then we just sat on the front steps like on the stoop you know because stoop kids never leave a stoop. Uh, we had some candy and like anytime kids would come and say trick or treat like we'd give them like their treats. We were we had her iPod like um, watching we were watching a scary movie I forgot but it was you know it was Halloween it was cute it was nice out and. He literally opens the door and he's like, "Oh my god, oh, they're really they're really foreign downstairs. They're Polish, but they're the nicest of people. That's they got like these two kids. One of them's like 13, 14, and the other one's like 10 maybe. And he opens the door with his like his accent and he's like, "I was wondering why nobody was coming at my like coming to my door for trip for, you know, candy, going trick or treating and whatnot." And we were like, yeah, it's because we're out here, like, giving them candy. And he gives us, like, two big bowls of candy. He's like, if they come, give them this too. And then he comes out with a whole bottle of, like, rum or whatever he had. And he's like, you guys want shots? It was like, I'm pretty sure Halloween this year was, like, on a Monday. Like, it was a weeknight. (laughs) And we were like, nah, like, we're good. Thank you. And he comes out with three glasses. And he's like, nah, let's take some shots. (laughs) I think we took, like, four shots in a span of, like, 15, 20 minutes, it was absurd to a point where Charles was like, I need to go to work tomorrow. Like we need to go upstairs and just, (laughs) and he talked to us for like an hour or so, but he's so funny, man. I got some stories for, for you guys, a different day, a different day. Maybe I'll get Char back on the podcast and we'll, we'll talk about them. (laughs) A couple of my friends know that the, the story of my landlord and how he basically almost burned our house down. But that's, a, like I said, that's a story for another day. They're, they're really nice people. He's a funny guy. <laughs> but yeah, that's going to conclude our episode today. I wanted to keep it short and sweet for you guys. Just talking some sports news. Because I know last episode we didn't really get to touch up on sports. I really appreciate you guys listening. I uh, kept it nice and sweet for y'all. Please like, subscribe, share, retweet, tell your friends, anywhere you get your podcast, and rate me five stars. I appreciate you all listening in. I love you all. And for all the fathers out there tomorrow, happy Father's Day. Keep doing keep doing you. Keep up the good work. But tomorrow I'll be at my sister's. I'm going to celebrate with her and her husband and my father and my brother-in-law's parents. Should be a fun time. Um, I also have softball tomorrow. I'm pretty sure I had softball on Mother's Day and on Father's Day. It's like it's like Tony doesn't give a shit about mothers and parent and fathers. Like what's what's the problem here, Tony? Tony's the guy who runs our softball league. Shout out Kozlowski Masonry. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. I love you guys and stay tuned for new episodes coming soon. And I'm going to bring some more new guests on very, very soon. I fucking love you guys. Peace.